This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Are you ready to chuckle? Because it's time for some comedy queens. If it was Queens of Comedies, we could hear some more do her hula hoop bit, but alas, this is Drag Race Canada. After a cameo-inspired mini-challenges, the queens write their own stand-up routines to various successes. And it's Plaid Girls Club on the main stage as the now top five queens show off their horizontal and vertical intersecting stripes and patterned looks. Plaid Girls! And there's Talking some kissing. The plaid plaid girls. girls! Very Carmen and Raja, the lip-sync, mm, honey. Scintillating. So stay tuned for an all-new episode of Race Chaser as we cover Canada versus the world. Episode 4. M. Oh. M. Mom! Race Chaser. Hello. Hello. Hello, and welcome back to Race, Race Chaser, Chaser on Current, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, Race, starting from the very beginning. That's um, the beginning. My name's Alaska. What's yours? Hello, I'm Willem. This is the beginning. Your voice is sitting, honey. Girl, you know why. She did vocal warm-ups. Miss ah! Heidi just left, and, and um, we, we smoked our warm-up together. Who did? One of the mom girls. Oh. There was a dro- she was doing a drop, and she was pulling a lube. She mothered, I fear. She was mothering. Um, the, if you were a mom she plus mothered member. On this day. <laughs> we were mothering, mothering on this day. <laughs> mothering, honey. Mother's <laughs> <Yeah>. milk. Theron <laughs> um, S. Mothers. <laughs> yes. Yes. T.S. <laughs> mothers. Yes. She is mothering. Yes, Theron. We love no, you. Sh- um, if you were do a mom. We? Do we? I don't. I was just saying it'd be nice. I don't like oh, her at okay. all. Okay, yeah, I hate cool. her. Um, hey, Theron, we hate you. Um, if you're a Mom Plus member last week, you got to see our beautiful faces and Alaska's wig on. And she was patting. Don't come for my sister like that in the outline. On the video episode of this of this podcast. Um, and the forecast weather was up and crazy in Canada because there was a weather ball, honey. There were international dolls showing three looks on the runway. Weather dolls. Weather dolls. Include weather are they dolls? Weather dolls? Uh, including one of them making it into the workroom with an unconventional materials look. Victoria sure. really showed out as Victor in her drag king look and Silky ate the other girls up as well. And there were winners of the balls, and after holding up one finger, Silky won the lip sync, decided to send Miss Wiglet packing. Probably because no one could figure out if her hair was really wet and wavy or not. I saw all the I waves we, were wet. I bet we've got hundreds of mail messages in the mailbox about Hopefully the wave controversy. Also, I have to say, we were like, oh, this is the ugliest wig I've ever worn in the, in the history of cinema. Uh, I saw the comments, and a lot of them said I looked beautiful, gorgeous, stunning, and that feels so good to hear. I because nominate I myself to go beautiful. home. Because I am beautiful externally as well as on the inside. Thank you. 
I've been waiting this Thank whole competition to hear it. <laughs> I am so glad you asked me this question. I am sending you an invoice for seven hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, steal the money out of the purse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we get a little lipstick message that says, To my queens, you can visit down under anytime. Come and go as you please, but know that you always have a place in my heart. Aww. Oh, you'll be in my heart, Phil Collins. We love you, Anita. Very. Sister, go, sister, go home. Um, Silky <laughs> said she's going to crown Anita Miss Congeniality and give her 500 Canadian dollars. Which wow. Is great. And it was very nice. Are Canadian dollars scented like maple syrup? That would be so lovely. I thought they were, and maybe I was just. Had you can't the, rip them. The, the wool pulled over my eyes. They're unrippable. Yeah, you can't. Uh-uh. Unrippable. Unrippable. Uh, Neutrogena gets a good close up, and the girls clean the mirror, and um, then Rita gets all emotional, and she's like, she's got to stay another week, and it's safe. I. I feel like Rita being there is like because it's called Canada versus the world and they can't send all three or four home in a row on three episodes. Sure they can. If you're the host country, that means you're the you you have the biggest expectation upon you. And so the girls might want to get rid of you. Because mm-hmm. they're like, no, honey, this is our show. Well, who would have you chose between Anita and um and Rita? If you were Rita, up there. Anita. We, um, I think the the correct decision was made. I mean, it's hard because you don't want to see anybody go home, but I think it was, uh, I think it was Anita's time to go. Mm-hmm. Anita. And Vic- Victoria also chose Anita's lipstick. Yes. Um, so I guess they were in agreement on that. Um, but they just make the, um, the revelation that everybody sitting on the couch has been in the top six. Mm. Or like at the top of episodes previous past. So, like, they got rid of everybody who wasn't. They said, all tops here, honey. We've all topped. I see that. And she, Raja says, top six, ho. I mean, there was only nine to begin with, so you're a third of the way. (laughs) Is this a seasonette? I mean, it's very fast. (laughs) Top 12. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, you guys, we are the top 12, and no one can ever take that from us. We're sisters. Look around. Mm-hmm. We are the top 12, you guys. <laughs> um, the next day, Isis and Raja, uh, they were like, well, we should have been in the top. Oh. Uh-huh. And they weren't saying who they thought should not be. Not to but... discredit you. I mean, you were lovely, but I should have been in the top. I mean, you, you were fine. You were you good. Were, I mean, you, you won and everything. But... boots, but, like, you didn't have my... Um, my creations, you know, and the girls were butthurt and would not put out their costumes. Wasn't there scuttle? Wasn't there scuttlebud behind the scenes? A fight? Like the girls were were mad and they felt like it was rigamorous. Well, um, I don't know if they thought it was. You know about these things? No, I don't know about rigamorous because Crystal, who was Morris? Was there more? Was there? Did someone do a Morris test? Do we know it was Morris in fact? Because I mean, ISIS won the last one, and did you see the Roscoe's video? No, but that is the nexus of all shade. What oh, would she say? What she oh, had to say? Honey. The Roscoe's video. She was like, "I spent seven seventy thousand dollars to come here." What else? Um, 
Oh, okay. So, um... Scuttlebutt? Uh, Is it Scuttlebutt or Scuttlebud? Scuttlebug. At Roscoe's, she said, they convinced her to do this season by saying, help us keep the crown in Canada. You know? Scuttlebutt. <laughs> scuttlebutt. That needs to be in Scuttlebutt. She- that she is, that is our scuttlebutt alert. Scuttlebutt, scuttlebutt. alert. <laughs> so scuttlebutt. That, that is something ah! that she has said. Scuttlebutt. Um, so, yeah, so who knows? Wait, Girl, say you don't what think you said it. again, Willem. Scuttlebutt. No. <laughs> oh, I'm no. about the crown. What crown? Help us keep the crown in Canada. That's what they told her to get her to do the show. Because they will tell you anything Girl, to get. They told Fifi they were going to give her a redemption. Yeah, like, and we saw how that went. Honey, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna say whatever they Mama. need to say to whatever girl to get her to agree to come do the show that is not judged by RuPaul. Yeah, <laughs> he just slaps her name on it and says, "Y'all, y'all have fun up there." <laughs> this blonde is, girl's uh, gonna host. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, what, uh, well, I mean, that's how it goes. Yeah, but so they they're feeling some sort of way. They would not put the outfits out on the mannequins like how they do with like you know for just to fill up the room and. Once once you compete and do a runway, production says, can we put that on a mannequin? Like, it happened to a couple of our costumes. You know, they wanted good stuff out for B-Real and stuff, like pretty things that we'd seen. And Raja and Isis wouldn't put theirs out because they did believe that they should be in the top. And they're mm. like, you're not getting any shots of this. You didn't, give it a, you didn't give it a prize, so no. But I don't know who would have been in the bottom should one of them been in the top. I don't know. But I'm just armchair quarterbacking. Um, girls, you're all pretty and you're all going to the prom. But Victoria thinks she's just butthurt that she beat them. And she says it in her interview because her looks were 10 out of 10. Yeah. She did yeah. amazing. And she won. Rita so. wants to burn her dress, which she should. Oh, yeah. We should oh, all no, send definitely. a match to her. Honey, you got your... <laughs> you put, hey, 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 put your lighters up on Rita's dress. At least she knows. Yeah. I think but, no, knowing is half the battle. I mean, she had a mirror. The mirror told her. <laughs> and she went out anyway. Raja says, no, boo-boo. We need sustainable fashions now, so you can't burn that dress, bitch. It would be bad for the ozone, mm-hmm. um, uh, which there's a hole down under. Um, uh, we get a video message from Mother that says, Ladykins, please humor me as I give you a little piece of advice. It's time to stand up for what you believe in, because trust me, becoming the queen of the mother-plucking world is no joke, boo. <gasps> Jokes? Humor? Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, hey, crack, it's Brad Goretzky. Jokes. Oh. oh. Husband of famous comedy producer. Gary Gennetti. Um, yeah. Um, sh- Brad comes sashing in in purple, the purple blazer, and Raja says, that's my color, give that here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's mine. That, that's for me. That fringe is for me. Mine. Uh, purple blazer, uh, that's mine. <laughs> the mini so, challenge, the queens have 20 minutes to get into influencer quick drag to record a customized fan video, a cameo pretty much, mm-hmm. for Brad's new app endeavor, Queenie Vids. This cameo. is Cameo. <laughs> cameo boots. Make a cameo on a video phone. The girls have 20 minutes to get into influencer quick drag, and there's light scuttlebutt, and then the Scuttle cameo butt. challenge ensues. The One of them is, tell me how to dump my, my, uh, my spouse. I caught them cheating. I found panties. 
And Raja and Victoria are the standouts for me. Scuttlebutt. Um, yeah, Victoria was very natural at this. Mm-hmm. Who, uh, I love that Silky's in a sneaker with her with her cute little fringe dress. Her dancing hair. <laughs> um, Isis went uh, black and white. Hello, Dolly. Yeah, I think that's I think that's too much oh, for yeah. this assignment. For cameo. It, the name of this game, I think, is Keep It Casual, Keep It ca- Casual Kelly. Mm-hmm. And Dang. don't put anything on the bottom. So most of the girls, they we're looking at a lineup shot here. Most of the girls keep their day pants on and they're just normal day shoes. Mm-hmm. Except for Rita Baga, who's like padded. like in, Full drag. Like a, <laughs> she's like padded in a fucking bordello heel. Um, is... Victoria Scun wearing dinosaur feet, gorilla shoes. <laughs> what is this? I think they're big giant dragon slippers. <laughs> Crown it. Crown it next. I mean, she wins the season just based on that for me. That is cool to me. Yeah, I'm not mad. And her dress is in the back displayed. You could see it, the one that won last week with the headpiece. Oh. That's what I mean. And in the little corner where the mannequins are, like, that's where they ask you to, like, put your stuff out so that it's in shots, you know. Hmm. In the parlor. In the parlor, honey. (laughs) Uh, Raja O'Hara wins the challenge, um, and she wins a fabulous cosmetic collection from Anastasia Beverly Hills with a Z. Monica's sister. Scuttlebutt. (laughs) (laughs) And then they announce... The maxi challenge is each of the girls writing and performing their own comedy routine for Comedy Night for the World. Comedy Night for the World. Is but that like Supermodel of the World? They couldn't get the rights. We're going to take a break. Oh, okay. Bye. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days and it's important to stand out. Good web design will engage your audience. You know it's true. Right, and the business needs a website to feel real. And that's why Squarespace is so important. The good people at Drag Queen of the Year use it with great success. It's true, we did. We said we need a website and we need it fast. And guess what? Squarespace is fast and it looks really good. You don't have to know code or anything. Yeah, Squarespace has Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system. It's never been easier. Start with a best in class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. Plus, you can easily sell your products on an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. And the analytics are detailed and very helpful. Learn where your site visits are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. You can even build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. They've got it all. So check out squarespace.com slash drag for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drag, drag. to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag. 
drag. And we are back. Scuttlebutt. Scuttlebutt. Oh my God. <laughs> the girls have um, their little who's going to go first moment for the mini challenge. And who's on first? Well, I'll tell you, everybody wants to go first. Rita wants to go first. Oh, but it's Raja's responsibility. But it's Raja's responsibility because she won the, the mini challenge. Yeah. Um, reading the girls. Isis said she could go anywhere. Victoria is the only one to voice out that she wanted to go last. And Silky gets last placement. Victoria's before that. Isis and Rita in the middle. And then Vanity is second, but Raja opens. Uh, Victoria is feeling fierce delicious with the sabotage here. Uh, for sure. Because she's the only person who asked to go last, and Raja patently ignored that request. It fell on deaf ears. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. That's yeah. what we saw happen in real time. It played out. There's no editing there either on that one. Sabotage. Um, that happened. It was a conversation, I feel like. But, uh... Raja is smart for putting herself first. Wham, bam it. Couple of jokes, get out of the way and let the the big comedy guns come through. She's very smart for going first. Okay. Yeah. I think. Um, Yeah, because if you're going to be really strong, you want to go toward the end. But if you know that it's your weak suit. My weakest suit. (laughs) (laughs) I I agree on that. Um, And... Vanity has a lot of strong material because she bombed this challenge first. So she probably had some writing stuff going on before she came to the race for this. Smart. That's what a lot of the girls do nowadays. It's not dumb. If you're going to get your costumes made by a professional, get your jokes done by them too. Totally. Totally. Uh, Um, Rita, they show her rehearsal now. And she's getting, um, she's doing like this fake out thing where she's, talks in French first and realizes people can't understand her. Then she's like, oh. And then she fakes yeah. like understanding that they can't understand her. And it's not funny. It's not even amusing, I don't think. With a wig, it would be slightly amusing, maybe. But like, Gary's like, um. And he's really trying to refine that idea, but I just think it's a, a bum concept to begin with. It's amusing. Was it? It's charming. For an all-stars? Like, girl, we, we, we know... I don't understand. She's great at what she does. I've seen her in, in action. But like yeah. for this season, it's not giving what I, I period. It's not giving for me. Now, Isis, do do you think that at this point she knew that she was gonna hit hit the road? I think she you, probably decided right after the rehearsal and how it went, because she must not a uh, like, you know. N- even if you're tired, you know you're going to kill something. I I would have been like, let me win this episode and then leave. She knew she wasn't winning this episode, that's for sure, after that rehearsal. Well, uh, Victoria has a lot of things planned. Um, and Brad and Gary are like, we're giving her ten. Are uh, Brad and Gary the name of the ambiguously gay duo, too? Honey, it's not ambiguous. It's not ambiguous. One's a stylist and the other wrote for Will and Grace, so. Honey, that's a gay couple, honey, with a capital G. Brad and Gary. Capital (laughs) G-A-Y. Heaven, (laughs) London, honey, yes. Uh, 
I want to be that G-A-Y. Ace and Gary. Ace and Gary, got it. Um, Silky, her run-through goes really well. And it's um, bam, bam, bam. She just is a natural raconteur. Did you know that those characters were voiced by Steve Carell and Stephen Colbert? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't know that. There was some, like, SNL documentary about it. Um... The next day, the girls are having mirror chats, and this is where I see the Viv's palette pop up. People have been using the Viv's palette a lot. Her, she's got a really good palette. Hell on heels, honey. There's a good green in there. Um, Bitch on heels. Uh, Isis, this is, she's like, she doesn't want to talk to anybody. She's going through it. Raja goes over to check on her, and she says she's going to leave. Well, do you I do know not, what what do you know anything more than what we saw on screen? What I saw on screen, first of all, the cinematography where it's the long shot, which is a zoomed in close up of her face, and you see the tear roll down while she's painting, and then it comes, and then right after that, Raja goes over. Like it's a really good shot. So props to whatever cameraman did that. Um, They've had a lot of years of capturing tears on camera, so they really know how to do it. All you need is one, too, to tell that story, and it did, and it was so effective, and I don't know anything about why she left, Um, but uh, I'm glad glad that she did what made her happy. Yeah. She, she could have painted on a second brow before she before she did the I'm leaving thing, though. Because the whole time, that one, that one time, you're just like, girl, put your other brow on. She did right mid But did she again. even shave yet? Do because some of the girls... Did she know she was maybe, going home? Maybe if maybe some of the girls wait to shave until like their eyes are done. I used to do that. I've done that definitely a couple times. Yeah, so then you have a fresher, you know... Mm-hmm. Like less, or maybe time. she just doesn't have her beard cover on yet. Who knows? But we're we're sorry you went home. Sorry you spent seventy grand and you don't get to show it all. But you'll get to wear those gowns somewhere, I'm sure. One of my favorite memes that came out after this was like, I love seeing all the Drag Race fans tweeting about, oh, do what's best for your mental health. When actually they are part of the problem of these queens having mental health problems. I I do have a question, like, because the contracts have said now that if we call you back, you need to be available to film a show, no matter what it is for the next four years. I'm wondering if she got that contract and then was the one who was like, they said, you have to come do this. You signed a contract, you know? Why did she do it if she was so tired and she didn't want to? And I don't, I don't get it. I know that there were replacement people um, that didn't. That weren't originally their A cast, but I feel for her. I hate being like that. What if everybody left? There'd be no season. What would they do? I mean, they'd if, be high and dry with the fucking advertisers. Like it would be fucked. I know, right? If they just left, if everybody agreed to leave after season episode three, <laughs> <laughs> that would be so wild. Maybe we. What could, would they do? What we, <laughs> You know what they would do. What? They'd put out a casting call and they'd have a full docket within a week of fresh yeah. babies. Fresh faces. They'd have to they'd have to Fresh reshoot. looks. They'd lose like a week of production. They'd scrap three three weeks. 
But the girls have a nice well, moment where they have a kumbaya circle and hug after uh, Miss Isis pieces out. I mean, I I get it. She want you know. I mean, she she did really great this season, which is that that's the disappointing part. I mean, selfishly as a viewer, I want to see her do more drag because she's really good at drag. But I get it, girl. I mean, girl, if you don't want to fucking do, if you can't do it, fucking this girl, here go. Yeah, bye. Here you go. Yeah. Get um, out of there. You don't have to. And I'm glad that she, you know, stood up for herself. In that and Raja does the same thing in the interview chair. She says she doesn't owe you anything. She speaks right to the camera. <laughs> and, she, and I love her for that because, like, sometimes you just need to step away. Absolutely. Away from the fans. Absolutely. That's why those, those cruises were hard sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> the cruises. Dot uh, travel. Dot, 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 fuck. Dorothy Travel. We call her Dot. <laughs> all, all the girls are very supportive of her leaving. Um, yes. And now it's top five. Well, of course they are because she's fucking good. They're like, oh, I'm oh. so sorry that you have to Hey, go. do you need help packing? Because Here. that one wig, if you're not going to wear it, what if I tried it on? You know what? That isn't going to fit in that suitcase. You're going to be over 50 pounds. I'll just keep, I'll keep the beaded fringe. I will. No, that bow will crush. I'll wear it home for you. Yeah. Um, Girl, so, of course the girls are thrilled. Of course they're supportive. The next day, the girl that hosts the show, Brooklyn, this this blonde girl, um, is wearing... Why do you a, keep calling her the, the blonde girl? Day. She's my friend. She's this blonde girl I know. This blonde girl. I feel like uh, RuPaul, that's what RuPaul would call her. Be like, this blonde girl hosts it for me up there. Uh, the, 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 yeah, Seattle? Seattle. Seattle. Close, Vancouver, close to Seattle, right? Uh, yeah, I knew I was Vancouver, in the right yeah. area. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I love Brooklyn. She looks fucking great today. She's wearing like this red little, it feels like 80s, but also very current. It's so good. It's structured and ruched. And she said, I put all my hair on top of my head and make me look like every guy in the world wants to fuck me. She looks so great. Can I see her? Oh, how could you not? It's just red and wild. Very red and wild. Now, is this hair wet and wavy? No, I'm just kidding. It's this not. is dry and wavy, you bitch. <laughs> it's not wet and wavy. Oh. Uh, she looks resplendent. Of she her hair, it's perfect. Yeah, she looks really, really great. Um, Brad looks good, too. This ombre gray scale tux. This is really cool. That's really cool. He looks great, honey. And his hubs, Gary Gennetti, is in a, a gray Tom Brown moment. Mm-hmm. And, panel. and Tracy Melcher looks great, too. This updo she, with the baby edges. She puts the gig in giggle. Girl, the this, writers took a day off. Honey, I think they're coming in a week late, too. The writers took a day. Gig in giggle? What? And she puts the wig in Just, wiggle. Yes. What? And then a little tee hee hee. I don't even what? know if it's writing. I think it might just be like picture, like post, like uh, flashcards, like with someone, a kid waving, and then they just make up something new. I don't On know. On an this episode is... about comedy? Yeah. Or maybe. Know. Maybe giggle is like because they're gonna be telling jokes. I girl, I don't. Maybe it's maybe, not their fault. Maybe, it's but it's also maybe not. It's not their fault. They don't write it. It's not her fault. It's not her fault. Mm. She deserves everything good in life. Okay, um, why don't we take a break? All right, it's comedy time. It's chuckle 
chuckle mm-hmm. time, honey. First up to the plate, we got Raja O'Hara pumping it down in purple. Is she this, wearing the same hair that she wore for the Wet Wild? I think she is, which is fine. It's it's a signature is purple cloth. Is that? It's fine when it looks good. Of course, it looks good, but it's you. Silky's wearing the same hair for the mini challenge that she wore on the last episode to dance in. Okay, but that's different because you don't that's always know if you're going to be lip syncing like. This is like a planned look, look from the last planned look. It's almost as though if she wears this every episode, then I'll be like sickening. If it's just that it, she just wore it and now she's wearing it again, that that that's questionable to me. Because I know she has purple hair. You know she has purple hair. Well, she has tons of purple hair. She's just feeling this one right now. She's like, I'm going to wear this again. She Which looks she really cute, though. I like her look. It's a cute uh, little boot scoot, like purple mini dress with a good shoulder and a cute corset over it, crocodile looking. The good shoe, the glasses, it's all very tonal and just lavender fields, and I love it. Orchid, it's very orchid. Orchid. Or, honey, or um, boysenberry. It's a boysenberry. Honey, bringing all the boysenberries to the yard, honey. Mm-hmm. I love the sleeve. She looks great. It's a quick little set. She doesn't really stumble anywhere. I feel like her thing is if she can't be good, be fat, be quick at least because she's quick at it and she like hits it. She's fine, but she's she not kind of like being the host. Yeah, she was like, Intro. I want to thank you all, all these girls for being here tonight. Which she, if it was a hosting challenge, she would win because she's really good at being a host, and it's not like falling out of your seat hilarious at any point. And she does a lot of sort of like. And introductory things. But, yeah. I mean, she's serviceable. She definitely can host, but it's best when she travels away from the mic. <laughs> okay, bitch. Vanity Milan. She comes out gowned and swoop-de-dooped up dude, honey. Up dude. Well, the look is always right with Ms. Milan. Mm-hmm. Now, are these jokes right? Because they would have been right if she was off book, but she had the card. She wasn't even holding the the card with the jokes written on it. It was over on the stool, so she had to like look very far. You know she what? She had to look all the way over here to this, read the jokes. The silence the of gu- the side <laughs> eye, because as she was side eyeing it, it was so silent, and the silence of the side eye killed it, one hundred percent for me. But. She looks beautiful. If she just would have scooted that stool closer to like have her card there, but it would have ruined the stool in. Push my stool in, darling. Uh, um, but I, I don't think that it was. Oh, um, I'm glad I didn't have to pay for that set. <laughs> okay. She, I think, just got nervous because she had really good material, and I think she just got really nervous, and she didn't trust that she knew it well enough. Mm-hmm. And uh, she combusted a little bit, unfortunately. Now, Rita um, Baga. She does a little bit. I know that you're very fond of this bit. She's um, bit queen. She's doing a bit. Honey, <laughs> bit queen instead of Bitcoin. <laughs> bit queen. Um, yeah, Rita, Rita does a bit. The, the outfit isn't doing me. The outfit's giving me anti-mame, like Rosalind Russell. I like it. Giving a strong Rosalind Russell look. I like um, that. Yeah, I don't mind it. It's it's unique. Unique? 
Mm-hmm. Um, I like the Rosalind Russell drag, and I love this hair. This sort of like fucking this very extreme wave on the side, and then the long ponytail. She looks fierce. I, I love the wave too. I think she needs. Like, I love two- the wave. <laughs> I love the wave. I love the wave. I. Uh, she needs two more ponytails up in there because that ponytail is too thin for her head. Okay. She needs at least two more ponytails, honey. Oh, okay. Get the girls the bundles. Look at Vanity's hair. Look at all that hair up there. You know, it's proportioned to the person's head. Rita's got a big head. Proportionizing is important. Proportional location. Definitely. Yes. Um, uh, Victoria's gone. Yes. Do we want to talk about Rita's set? Because all I did is trash her outfit so far. Her set is like, it's okay. It It didn't do me any LOLs. She's yelling at the audience. She's getting them, <laughs> getting them going. How y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, Victoria Scun is giving us fucking Sherry. Uh, what's the, what's the fictitious comedian's name that Molly Shannon does? Um, Not Sally O'Malley, but it's like. She's like, uh, she's like a comedian. She's like, don't even get me started. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking name. But you... this is very funny. But she's giving, she looks the part too. This is a stand-up comedy costume to me. This is Rotten, the, rotten the Tomatoes bla- on your shoulders. The and blazer like with the fucking shoulder pads and the sort of, you know. The Paula Poundstone cut Paula, of that suit. <laughs> Paula Pound cake, honey. Honey. 100%. Uh, don't even get me started. Hold She's on. so funny. And if you we want to talk about Victoria's set, there was a whole string. Jeannie Darcy. You, oh, okay. Work. You figured it out. Jeannie Darcy, Molly Shannon. Don't even get me started. It's giving her that. Okay. Anyway, uh, you were saying. Victoria had a whole string of 10 nail clippers because there was a whole thing about about lesbians and and not having fingernails because they're lesbians. Yeah. And like she was smelling her finger and sniffing it and being raunchy and like her set was very very edited. Edited did Um but yeah. it's giving very like they want her to be good but not so good because for her to have a string of 10 nail clippers visible on the floor when she's taking her bow and then to not keep the joke in after it killed like Where a, are the nail clippers? Were they in the shot? Yep. When she takes her bow, you could see them on the ground. I can send Gag. it to you. Hold on. Okay. Um, the point is, she's very funny. And then I love that people on Twitter are like, How dare she make humor about vaginas after not, after saying that we can't say the word fish anymore? And then she's like, oh. Wait, how did you get your Bombus puppet to co-host? <laughs> <laughs> and then she responded and she was like, it's because I have one, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, the, uh, so she's allowed to make the jokes. She's allowed. She's killing it. Killing it. And this set is wonderful. Brooklyn and the judges are clearly having a great time. Um, and then now she bows and I sent the, the picture through. You can see the, the fingernail clippers. Oh, uh, fun. Yeah. So 
It's kind of weird. Silky comes out, though, next and does a great job. She tells a story about going to Brooklyn's house and all of the ca- the caucasity of it. The sparkling <laughs> water, the Pinot Grigio, the broccoli and cheese, unseasonings. And then she throws a thing of seasoning with a cute little homemade label that sells Silky Soul Food Seasoning at Brooklyn and, and the judges. It misses, and that's the best part of it. <laughs> the physical payoff, I think, is great, seeing it spill. This is very funny. I mean, Silky's very naturally good on a microphone. And so she puts that to very good use. She's naturally very funny. And she's telling a story which may or may not be completely fictitious, but you would never know. It seems like a realistic thing that happened. And um, she's very funny. And uh, I love this. I love this set. Yeah, not a not a terrible comedy show at the end. It ended very strong, I thought. Yeah. Um, the judges critiques. A book. Brooke starts it off by saying, "What that, about the runway?" Oh yeah, there's a runway. I forgot. Bring it to the runway. Plaid girls runway. club. Love it. So smart. So cute. Raja comes up first in a plaid face bikini with a cool hat and a briefcase. Very Carmen San Diego. She's giving, uh, yes, uh, I. If a hamburger had a girlfriend, honey, very that it's beautiful. The yellow she, and the good plaid. This is she, I love this. This is great. This and is she's, like one of my favorites. The presentation, the runway. If she's I if like I had to of, borrow any of these girls' things, this would be the outfit that I would have worn from this runway. Yeah. She's like running around as though she's just robbed a bank or something, mm-hmm. right? Is that yeah, hamburger girlfriend. Hamburglers, yeah, girlfriend. But I love the offset of the yellow with the plaid. I think it I think it breaks up the plaid perfectly mm-hmm. and really fucking hits and she looks good. And, and she's face walking. Walking. Skinny for good measure. It's so good. She is pr- the presentation, everything. Vanity. Every woman over 30 should have a face candy in the house. <laughs> Vanity Milan. She does Dion from Clueless with a crazy fucking shoulder, which I love. And it's just perfection. She does. She did a very exact reference, but then did sort of a, a sort of an alley-oop and like upped up the ante a little bit with these giganta pointy shoulders um which is fun she looks really pretty yeah i feel like the 90s are back and now it's just exaggerated even more because this is totally like current versace would do this so great rita comes out um in a hat thank you rita uh (laughs) shit rita is uh in a huge um hat um, almost like a nun habit sort of line. Um, I love this. This is making a statement. And I love she her has having a none of it. Uh, she has a coffee, which takes it to a time and a place, which I appreciate as well. Morning. It gives us a setting, and she gives it a character. She's got the sunglasses. I like this. this I is like fun. the sunglasses. I think the sunglasses are great, but this gives me like mutton dressed as lamb. What the hell is that supposed to mean? Well, you got sheep, okay? Lamb's a young sheep, and mutton is old lamb. So are you mutton. saying she's old? No, I'm saying it's mutton dressed as lamb. I'm saying are like a cute teenage... Shaming? No, I'm saying it's like a cute 
teenage girl, like White Lotus vacation girl. Like, who's that girl with the blonde hair who was in uh, the Queen movie? She played the wife. I forget her name, but she's like really young. Joe Baker always does her makeup. Um, okay. She, like, I feel like this look would be very cute on like an Aubrey Plaza or something. But like, it's on a drag queen, like sometimes it just doesn't work, I feel like. I think it's like Jennifer Coolidge. I think it is like she's a, she's a woman who's sort of who's dressing, you know, way way too you know provocatively than she should be. But she, you know, but she's like feeling it herself. That all that all would be different if she didn't have the coffee cup in her hand because the coffee cup is just giving me like young Valley Girl type of vibes, like teenage girl. maybe a handbag. Yeah, it needs something. It's just like a Birkin. It's plaid, but like, so what? You put it on a hat. How is it making? How is this elevating the plaid? The plaid is not elevated by this outfit. Is the shoe red? I don't know. The shoe is a whole nother problem, bitch. I can't. <laughs> the bow should be huge. It should be giant. Like the proportions are wrong. She's a big bitch. I like it. Well, you wear it. I guess we'll just agree to disagree. Um, I will wear it. Rita Baga, please send that to me. I dare you to wear it for next season's promos for season 15. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Victoria is the only one that excites me and does something with plaid that I've never seen before. She does a purple plaid bodysuit, which is based on a whale's tartan, and then an oversized sleeve and cuff. And lapel on the other side. And the fact that the lapel has no wrinkles and this came from England. Like, how did she pack this? Yeah, she looks awesome. Uh, This is very inventive, very iconic. Uh, It's chic, it's fashion, it's whimsical. It has humor. All those things. Literally, I wrote in my notes, humor. Like, this is the one that had humor that made people go, oh, cool, wow, laugh to themselves. Even Gary Gennetti... As a judge, they cut away while Victoria's walking and they show his mouth just like slightly agape, like, wow, okay. Like, and it's yeah. just, it's such the reaction for this because this is fucking cool. Like, and so well done. Her body's still out and you can see her shape and just like, it's great. I'm surprised it didn't go last because it is a wow moment, you know? Totally. Uh, yeah, very gaggy. We love it. Um, And Silky is... Ready for the meet and greet, uh-huh. according to Brooke. <laughs> she she said, this is something I think I would see at a meet and greet. Oh, my God. Could you, she read her sister. Could She's, you imagine being read so fierce? By your sister. By your sister? By your, yes, I can. I can, because you but, both do it all the time. Excuse me, I never read you. Uh, oh, watch out for this hair. What's going on up there? Um... So what's what up in the talking? front? What are you talking about? Well, the last Mom Plus episode where Courtney was like, oh, was... so what's, what's up there? You think <laughs> it, was... it was reading? No, it wasn't reading. It, it was bullying. I'm kidding. It wasn't. It was Facts. noticing that. Facts. Noticing your exquisite frontal. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing. I'm kidding. That, that is the it's not like Courtney said to you, you look like you're getting ready for a mate and great. Oh, my gosh. Could you Hon- imagine? Honestly, most of my outfits are meet and greet outfits with some stones. So, like, <laughs> if they did, I wouldn't be insulted by that particularly. But if my sister Brooklyn from my season told me that, 
she was basically saying, can you wear something nicer the next runway so I don't have to read you? Like, this is runway, wow. girl. You came out as Mackie Barbie, and now you're wearing four-way stretch with a panel and a helmet. Her ponytail is sickening, though. Yes, of course. The ponytail is great. I mean, and she looks cool. It just isn't the most exciting plaid moment. The it doesn't elevate the plaid. The centerpiece at all. Uh, so, I wonder what Brooke, what I what Isis was going to wear for plaid because she's so conceptual and stuff. The the judges say basically exactly what we say. <laughs> exactly. I mean, they they're watching what we're watching, so we're not surprised, and at least they're honest. Um, and it's edited in order to match up completely succinctly with the judges' critiques. Yeah. And I just thought Victoria's um, use of, like, finger jokes was a great, like, it had a great non-sequitur when, or maybe it was a sequitur because it's sequited. But, like, she held up her, she did the silky finger bit from last week, which everybody was like, what? So she mm-hmm. was able able to involve, like, something from the show that had just happened that was funny mm-hmm. and, like, it's something she didn't win from too and then evolve that joke into her finger bit with the lesbian and made everybody laugh so much so yeah. that when they're calling her out like Brooklyn sniffs her finger like how Victoria did and they cut out so mm. like I just I feel like they're letting her be good but not great this edit but she does win <laughs> and Silky wins along with she her does. which is great they, they were the two best ones I'm glad they won we're gonna take a um, break yeah let's do that when two becomes one. You want to see me take a break? The two tops are Victoria and Silky. Uh, again, is this a bit of history repeating? Um, No, it's not necessarily repeating because... The safe and the bottoms are different. Rita is deemed safe. Mm-hmm. And the bottom two are Vanity and Raja, which I disagree with. And um, Victoria said she disagreed with it, too. She thought that Rita should have been in the bottom. And Raja should have been fine, because she was fine, kind of. Um, so I just think that they can't send all the Canadian girls home in one fell swoop. Mm. It would be very rude if they were all gone by before the half mark. And Canada is in the title. Yeah, so you know. I think that's at play. Hmm. I mean, Interesting. I I think, but like, who knows? Because Rita wasn't, she didn't make me laugh at all. Raja at least made me laugh once. Vanity didn't, but she looked beautiful. Um, We're also starting to see, I don't know. I mean, the thing about when the queens have to send each other home, they like to play upon personal relationships. Silky was in a group with Vanity Milan and Raja O'Hara in week one. It was the Mm -hmm. girl group challenge. You're totally correct. So they have a bond. They're also the the black girls of the season. So, and they've talked about that and being close with each other. So they're playing upon like personal friendships, which they love to do on this show. Girl, especially when the girls are sending each other home. You know I would never want to be your counterpoint just for talking's sake, but... Would you like? I'd love to, because these girls are not stupid. They knew nobody was going home this week because Canada (laughs) has a set number of episodes that it was bought for, and they know that they would be short. So they're not sending anybody home, and they know that. Mm. And they were... I think they knew. So that's why they let two people... Do they know? How would they know? 
<laughs> this is definitely <laughs> a case of they would not let these two girls go. This was a this was a Sharon Fifi. They knew that not neither of these girls were going home from the beginning. And do you think that we, the audience, knew too? And yes, we knew. The, we're not the, dumb. The fact that they like make it like a big reveal at the end is like kind of you know pissing on the leg and saying it's raining. I mean they they didn't know that. They didn't know that ISIS was going to leave necessarily. So they had to do this on the fly. And so, I mean, yeah, no one goes home. I think everyone, everyone knew that. So I don't think Vanity and Raja were sweating too much in the bottom <laughs> on this day. I would, I would be pissed if someone went home on this day when fucking ISIS just left of her own volition. Me too. If I was there, I would be mad. But, um, you know. There is Miss Rita Baga sitting alone in the VIP. Feet up. Um, feet up Boem. Feet up Boem. That's her new drag name. Feet up Boem. Yeah. Because she is very Vita. Um, she is. Now, if y'all would like to hear a moment of Vic Bits, we know a girl who does them. We do know. We know someone on the inside. We got. Mm-hmm. So, do we have a theme song for this? Vic Bits. She's Victoria's gone. Big bits. Victoria's gone. Nail clippers. Don't say fish. It's Vic bits. <laughs> I like that last part. That was great. <laughs> you got unceremoniously, you know, your your time ended on your season. Because of an injury, you got Eureka O'Hara. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I'm really glad to see you back. Are you? Mm-hmm. Have you just been waiting? Have you just been oiling your fucking ankle, your or your knee, or whatever? <laughs> like just like she's I'm not ready. the queer bitch. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> what was the injury? I'm so sorry. I don't know. Uh, a torn ACL uh, in oh. my knee. So oh, main ligaments okay. in your knee. Okay. Yeah. But they did the right thing. They paid for it. Mm, they did. They did look after me. I'll give they them did? Me. Yeah, absolutely. Made sure I had Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> see, next step, shoes for the pit crew. But you know what? That is a really great step. <laughs> I, want, I want a Brit babe. We didn't even get that in the UK, but I want a Brit babe. Like, I want a sexy lady. Okay, calm down. When I knew I was going back, the first thing was like, I'm going to get a drag king look in these runways some way or another. I was like, it's, it was the thing that I wanted to do going back because people love to say, oh, how could a drag king be on Drag Race? Like, how would that work? That wouldn't work. Mm. Well, I fucking show you because I do it and then I win. So <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> so now try and try and justify drag kings not being allowed on because they absolutely can and they will. It's the last thing I do, somehow. Because <laughs> I do say on the show as well, like, I've done a drag king look now, but, you know, I'm not a drag king. I, I respect them so much, but that's not what I do. I'm just proving a point that there could be drag kings in this space. I love that. All right. It's time to lip sync for the world. Mm-hmm. Time to put one finger up. The girls come walking out. Vic and, Vic and Silk. Victoria's got four fingers up now, and Brooklyn agrees with that. She says, yep, just spit on it first. Oh, my God. 
The lip sync song is You Don't Know by Toronto. Your daddy don't know. Your daddy don't know. <laughs> I don't know it. But it is a fun song. It is a fun song. I like this one. What do you um, think of the lip sync? This was close again. I mean, they both are really great performers. And I think it came down to the song is kind of... I don't know why, but the song feels more like like what Victoria's like wearing and like and she like embodies the energy of the song more. They both do very technically great performances, but I think Victoria just kind of captured the essence of the song more. Mm-hmm. I agree. I thought uh, Silk's reveal was a little clumsy. I like the perfume at the top oh, on the beat. Yeah. That was funny. But <laughs> I think Silky has a tendency. And if you watch her lip syncs, I'm not talking shit. These are facts. She always gets right in front of the other person. And sometimes it's not um, the most. When a girl's on the floor and then you get on the floor right by her. And you can easily pass by someone without necessarily giving an arm. I don't, I don't think. It's nothing that's not allowed, but I just think. If you're on the floor and you're trying to get in somebody's way, there's a big stage. You don't need to be right there, right then. This other person's performing right now. You know? Yes. There, There is a little bit of that going on. And... And all of her lip syncs. But I still like watching her. And so Silky says, let me take this gown off over my head. <laughs> over. That's the reveal part where I was like, what? And you could see the feathers underneath it before in one of the shots. You could yeah. clearly see. It's one of those cases where a a reveal actually kind of detracts from the from the performance rather than enhancing it. It would have been great if it was a one shoulder gown. The problem is it had to go over that other sleeve. If it was one shouldered and she had her hair covering the pink strap, I think sure. she could have gotten away with it. But sure, Vic, I think Vic nailed this song and like c- picking off her nails in the beginning. Funny, great, you know. And the hair worked, and she was able to do floor work. Absolutely. And yeah. just a casual split, too, for you. Casual, just popping it on the ground. We love it. But then to uh, do that <laughs> that part, like right in front. And then they give sort of a, a Raja and Carmen Carrera moment of, you know... Uh, lesbianic fucking ecstasy and lust on the floor. And then the kiss at the end. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's a great lip sync. Definitely a moment. Mm -hmm. And they are creating a moment and we're grateful to them for doing that. I think the song sounds very like Bonnie Tyler and Vic looked very Bonnie Tyler-ish. Like very Brit. It was such a cool lip sync and Victoria won a trip for two to Iceland courtesy of Pink Iceland. Who is a great, I think, travel company over there? I was over you there. You better years learn ago how to fun. sell pussy in Iceland. Mm-hmm. Okay. And those other girls that left, that's what they're doing <laughs> at Pink Iceland. <laughs> that's Pink Iceland. Ding! And Raquel, take that fucking jacket off. Uh, so Brooke says, like everybody knows, tonight we're Victoria does not need. And that's how we're going to stay. Gonna stay. <laughs> hey, now I got important business out there. So when I call you, you better come out there and shake your asses proper. Yeah, <laughs> Raquel, take that fucking jacket off. So Brooke says what we know uh, she's gonna say. She says, "Victoria, you do not need to pull a lipstick." Oh, Shantae, you both stay, <gasps> and they all do the. Oh my god! 
Yeah. All of them. Mm. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, next week, the trailer is for a Spy Queens movie. Spy Queens, Spy Queens, movie spy queens, trailer. They're aspiring. Um, it's going to be great, and we're going to talk about it. And yes, absolutely. W- this is a point where I would like to thank everybody for putting us in your ears with Race Chaser all, all this week. Put us in your ears. Put us in your ears. Put on a wig and suck it and put it in your ears. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. We would love for you to write a review of our podcast if you liked it on your podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe. Please take a moment to leave us a rating. Yes, and you can sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcasts.plus. And in doing so, you get access to all of the mom shows with no ads and many of them a day early, plus exclusive bonus episodes and monthly video episodes of this little podcast known as Race Race Chasers. You can follow the dolls on Instagram and Twitter at Willem at the only Alaska 5000. And our Race Chaser account is Race Chaser Pod. Our Mom Podcast Instagram and TikTok account is Mom Podcasts. And, and email us at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can page us at darlingalexi.newscom. Oh. <laughs> what uh, no. is that? What it's, is that? It's from Rent. Oh, that's Remember, funny. Alexi Darling? We will be back next week for more discussion, dissection, and dissemination. <laughs> Fucking vroom, vroom. <laughs> Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for an entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respected trademark and or copyright holders. M. Oh. M. Mom! To listen to Race Chaser ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Race Chaser is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Alaskan Willem. And produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck 5000.